Yes, indeed. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man, Big Wayne, with the episode of Calling the High Seat. Come on in. The water's just fine. All right, y'all. Now, <laughs> I'm bringing back AJ to the show. AJ, welcome back, big dog. Yes, sir. Y'all know how I'm coming. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. Y'all, y'all heard about the talk show. They, they, they doing me bad, y'all. They, they, they doing me bad this year. They, they showed me a lot of love last year. I was nominated for like damn near everything and didn't win it, but I was nominated for like everything. Best take MVP. <laughs> I was nominated like five, all, everything this year. They, they doing me bad this year. I'm nominated for worst take. That's what I wasn't nominated for worst take. This year, I'm nominated on that three damn times. How it happened. I don't know, but we're gonna get off into that later. We're gonna we gonna get off into that. But uh they they doing me bad this year, y'all. They they doing your boy bad. <laughs> but uh man, I gotta go ask you what you what you think about this uh these conference finals. We'll start with the East first. Man, the East is the powerhouse right now, man. Yep, yep. Currently right now, the Boston Celtics blowing out the heat. Yeah, which it's been like that every game. First game, the Heat whooped them. Second game, Celtics, then the Heat. Like it's just going back and forth. So, um, I got a lot of faith in uh, Jimmy Butler and what he can do for Miami. Um, Tatum, he's that type of guy where he has those games where he'll give you forty, and then he'll have two games where he'll have like twelve and nineteen, and then he'll come back and give you twenty five, and you mean you try to forget about the last yeah. two games? Yeah. So I don't know if I got a whole lot of faith in that, but I wouldn't be surprised if they won because their defense is something to right speak volumes about. Yeah, we did I mean, see them check KD and, and Giannis. We we did see that. Yeah, and I, I had already kind of seen the Celtics coming up. Um, now, just way for before context, I think anybody else kind of seen them. Right. You didn't because we was talking before the year, didn't and I don't know if you said it on the podcast, but I know for a fact you said, didn't you say they was gonna be like hell before they even started dribbling? Um, I could have sworn you said they was going. Yes, be... I did say that I thought they was going to be a lot better this year because of some development things. But earlier on the season, I think with some lineup changes and adjustments, they made a couple of trades, and you know they got a little bit better used to the coaching. Yeah, uh, but they made the proper adjustments, and we're seeing, yeah, I mean the them reaping the benefits of that. But when they were losing early in the season, you know people kind of just root them off. And stuff like that. And the yeah. only thing I got issues with now with the Celtics and the people that are high on them right now is just like nobody was high on them before the playoffs started because pretty much majority of people that really weren't paying attention, they were rooting and or saying that the Nets were going to win. Long story short, we all know that. Everybody yeah, I, know why. The I Nets. never understood why they were saying that. But anyway. I mean, but we know that we, we probably all know a plethora of people that said the Nets were going to win. And I was like, you know, yeah. we're in a talk show. So, you know, the people don't know about talk show, but. I was speaking about, I'm like, nah, in the second half of the season, the Celtics bumping their way up to the second in the East, and they are the number one defense in the league. I'm like, the Nets are in trouble. <laughs> I'm like, the Nets are going to have a problem. And everybody just was, you know how everybody talked. Man, I, mean, I, I didn't, even before Boston, I was never, you were never won. I was never sold on KD winning the championship in Brooklyn anyway. I, the biggest thing was they ain't got no size, and they really didn't have the best defensive team. And, Really, the things that quote unquote made them good, they got rid of. Really, they never really should have got rid of Jared Allen. That's when that happened. I knew it was, I knew it was going down. So they shouldn't I have got rid of Jared Allen, but they almost had to if they wanted to finesse that Harden. But then yeah. after they got rid of Harden, so it's like you got rid of the dude that, even though you guys' defense wasn't that great, and even though the Harden, KD, and Kyrie together made up for all of the struggles right. in all the other areas. Because they was just going to go super top-heavy, try to, you know, blitz everybody yeah. by 150. So, That's what they was going to try to do. Yeah, so them three together kind of made up for the lack of kind of coaching, the, the lack of kind of defense. It's like these three dudes right here can all give you 30. And then it's like yeah. it's hard to double-team now because now you put them on the court with maybe like two shooters or maybe a big and a shooter. It's like, yeah, we can't really double anybody because it's a lot going on. You got rid of them. Then yeah. you got Bruce Brown out there, who we I'm living with. You know what I mean? Now we got yeah. who who's that other dude? Claxton out there. Like, yeah, bro, you can do whatever. Yeah. We got Seth Curry, who has a good game every two days. Like, yeah, we living with all that. Yeah, and so, they're gonna have to reconstruct everything next season, in my opinion. If they want again, to yeah, they have to reconstruct everything again. And I'll, if they want to build I'll... around Katie and Kyrie, cool, but you're gonna have to reconstruct every other piece of that team. 
I I would honestly I'd I'd blow the whole damn thing up. I, I mean I'd keep KD, but everything else is up for sale. Uh, I'm I kid you not. That's just kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I think I think Kyrie is on the chopping block, but at the same time, K, K, KD likes him, so I think Brooklyn ain't gone. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be interesting. Long story short. Yeah, but back to the Eastern. So who do you got winning this series? I had Miami from the beginning of the season, so I gotta stick Miami to the end, bro. Right. right now they're getting bumped on a little bit, but uh, I think they're only down about what was it, seventeen or something. So yeah, I got. So it. They, yeah. I always had Boston at seven. Now here's my thing: I think this series, because it's you know it's been blowout here, blowout there. Yeah, I feel like that's what right. it's gonna be. But to me, I well, first of all, I'm already wrong because I thought Boston was. I didn't think they was gonna drop a game in in the Garden. I thought they was gonna sweep in the Garden, but they proceeded nah, to get that, rolled over. We told you that home court thing, that, that didn't mean anything. I, I just really thought so once they got everything going because I thought the Heat, they, you know, they got that tough thing like they've been doing. But I just thought Boston got way more talent than Miami does. I, I felt like that. But Boston might be this, more talented than Miami, but Boston don't have as many dogs as Miami. They don't. They, they do not. But to me, what it's going to come down to, I feel like it's time for somebody to, to jump to that next level. It's go, I'm looking at Jimmy, and I'm looking at Tatum. So you can think of any star you've ever known, whether it be Jordan, Kobe, D-Wade, Tim Duncan, whoever you want to name. All them, every last one of them, at some point in the playoffs, they did something to where they put you on notice. You know what I'm saying? So, like, with D-Wade, his head is coming out party 06. LeBron with the Boston and Miami thing, although he was kind of cold before that. But you know, he had his moment. You know, all the, the all-time Grayson had their moments. So, and I like, I'm like i one of the ones I feel like I would build my whole future around Tatum. You know, I've been saying that for out of all the young people, out of, you know, Luca, Zion, Trey, you know, Ingram, whoever you want to, I will take Tatum. So, and now it's like screaming. It's Tatum, Tatum, take over. Like, I, that's what I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to see that, oh, you remember when he – that's where he all started to click. We kind of saw that with Luca, and that's what kind of made me drink the Kool-Aid on them and made me flip my damn pick, but I'll get in that in a minute. So, I'm mm. looking at Jimmy, who's already taken his team to the finals, you know, the bubble year, and I'm looking at Tatum, who I'm, – I'm wait. I know he's done it, but I'm waiting for him to just – you know, and put his foot on, especially after he said to KD. Didn't he said? I don't know if he said it to KD or somebody. It might have been in me. Like you know, you can have MVP this year, but next year, I'm coming for it. So that's making me look at you more than what I already was. So I feel like this series is just screaming for the superstar to take it because obviously they they beating each other up. You know, hero out this game, Marcus Smart he in and out. Horford, well, I guess he's straight now. So I'm just it's sitting there just screaming for you. Take it, cause I'll I'll be honest with you. I feel like this is there will never be another chance for to get for Boston to get a championship, at least easier as it is right now. Cause look, Brooklyn's out the way, the Lakers are out the way. They can beat Golden, so I think they'll beat anybody in the West. I think whoever will go win with this series wins it all. But you know, Philly's out the way, and you never know how these people load up. You don't know what the NBA gonna look like. You don't have a better window to get your belt right now because it's not promised you don't always go back that ain't the case you know what i mean so i feel like you got to get it while it's hot and while you're kind of healthy i mean i know marcus smart got the ankle thing but i feel like he gonna come back and to me if you was asking me who the best player in this series is i would say tatum and i got the best defense too it's not like i ain't got no defense it ain't like no help we we're not we're not down 3 I'm go I'm looking for Tatum to go out there and take this damn series because there's no guarantee you're gonna be back. That's what I that thing that's between whoever do that between Jimmy and Tatum, that's who wins this series. So let's just call a spade a spade. I think I think Tatum got the most help. He got the most assistance. Yep, yep. Um as far as top heavy guys. I do believe Miami is a little bit more deep. I feel like you can pull from the bench a little bit more on Miami. But as far as top-heavy guys, let's just call it spade to spade. Tatum got more help. Tatum got another all-star with Jalen Brown. I mean, Jimmy got Bam, so that's that's cool. But then you got Marcus Smart, defensive player of the year. You ain't topping that. Then you got Al Horford, that veteran over there. P.J. Tucker, he's solid for what he does. But 
I don't know, between PJ and Al, you know what I mean? I think not. I don't know. I think in most scenarios, people will probably choose Al, especially what he's doing this playoff. Uh, you got Robert Williams, who's been kind of in and out, but God knows his value. And that Peyton yeah. Pritchard guy over there, man, <clears throat> Boston might end up having to pay him some money. I ain't going to lie. Uh, in about a year or two, when his contract yeah. over, yeah, they're going to have to pay him or, or somebody else going to grab him. But um, Tatum is able to get away with bad performances too much uh, because of who he has on his team and what they can make up for. Yep. He's able to get away with bad. That's why I say, like, throughout the entire playoffs, like, it's – the Boston has been winning, but if you notice, like, Jalen Brown has been producing heavily. Al Horford out here dropping 30 on dudes. Marcus yep. Smart coming back one game off injury, having 25 and 12 rebounds. Like, Tatum, Tatum getting – I wouldn't say bailed out, but he's getting some very, very helpful assistance for them yeah. games. He had 10 points. He's had a nice – he got a nice little safety net around him. Yeah, so, so like, if, that's what I'm saying. Like, when it comes down to it, if you really want to narrow it down, like, I don't think Tatum is the best player in this series. I think that's Jimmy. He's been pretty much the most consistent guy. He only had one game that seemed faulty, and it was the game he got injured. I don't know if that even counts. He didn't yeah. play the entire second half. Tatum had like one or two games in this series alone. It's only what three and a half games in where he was like, "Damn, Tatum, what the fuck were you doing?" <laughs> you feel me? Like, so that's that's just my opinion. You feel me? And I'm just going based on what I'm saying. I do believe that if if the Celtics pull this off, I, I'm I don't know who's gonna win honestly, but of course I'm gonna ride with Miami. And, I'm gonna say Miami in seven. But uh, this, this game is big right here. So I, typically what I believe, I believe in any series, any year, any series, I feel like the most important games of any series is game one, three, five, and obviously seven. I feel like all those are big games. Because one, you're setting the tone. Three, you kind of felt each other out so you can try to implement your will. Five, that's usually where you can get a stranglehold on the series, usually. You're either winning it or you're going up. You, you know, you got a chance to either close out the series or go up like what? I guess it'd be three, two. Yeah. Yeah. And seven, you know, that's when to go home. So, obviously, that was important. But I feel like those are always the biggest games in, of any series on average. Mm-hmm. That's just Miami me. losing by 30 right now, too, boy. Yeah. But then, but the thing about it, next game they play, what, Wednesday? You know, it could be the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this series is another, like, this series is crazy. Like, yeah, it's, it's hard to, uh, it's, it's hard to, to go. Yeah. But I, it's, I, it's, I still got Boston yeah. in seven. But, uh, moving on out west, man, now look. It's not much to talk about out west. It is not. Now, all year, well, after I got forced in the, Believing the Lakers wasn't gonna make it to the finals, I thought Golden State was going to. And, I, and after go, the Lakers fell apart, okay, the Lakers not gonna do it. And the Warriors, I know the Suns was shaking and baking and new whopping and show stopping and all. I knew that, but I just never really believed in them. Not really. I just I went from the Lakers all the way to the, the Warriors, and I was all the way up into the Warriors. And you know how I felt about Luka. You know, I've been saying wrong position can't win when he's your best player. You know all that stuff, mm-hmm. and I've been getting killed for it all year. But um, then I saw him drop. I, I saw the Dallas Mavericks blitz. The Suns by 40. 40. And then I'm like, right there. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to change my pick. <laughs> and right there, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to pick Dallas. And oh, totally overlooking the fact that, you know, Phoenix had a lot of flaws. Number one, the whole point guard theory. You know all about that. And two, Chris Paul had been playing bad already. And three, the Booker man had already been bad. You know, they've been playing bad all series, really. Look, not gonna say all playoffs. And they've been doing, they've been doing bad. And Luca, you know, what I mean, Luca, he don't really got the flags that I had with him before. He still kind of do some of that one on five, but seemed like he was trusting his teammates more, which is what I was really wanting. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I let the exposition of the Suns you know, coax me into thinking they could beat the Warriors, which obviously I was wrong for. But I'll be honest, man, I'm I'm still kind of right there with the Luka can't win best player thing, but I don't think it's really on him, though, for real. I just – I think he just outmanned, for real. So when it comes to that, um, 
people aren't going to say it or admit it or whatever, and it's cool, but I'm going to say it. Luka pretty much did the same thing this year that Trey Young did last year. He overachieved his way to the Western Conference Finals, beating teams that we obviously didn't assume he would. Now, that first round, I did have Trey Young whooping on the Knicks, though. I, I definitely had that occurring. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I don't know yeah, what, y'all, I, I don't I, know I know what faith did. y'all had in the Knicks. But anyway, that's the Same about the damn Knicks, AJ. My bad. My apologies. <laughs> but, yeah, and it's weird, though, because um, I, had, I had the Mavericks losing that first round against Utah this year only because Luka didn't play the first three games. So Utah is really, really – Fumbled that bag right there. I just can't never believe in you. Utah could be up on somebody 3-0, and I would pick the other team. I don't know what their damn problem is. Man, yeah. You know, I, I'm not even mad at you for that. Like, that's that was just ridiculous. They let Jalen Brunson <laughs> dog walk them for three games until Luka came back. I just I, couldn't believe it. I don't understand it because I like Rudy. I love Donovan. They got a good team. I like Mike Conley. I, I just – I don't understand what it is. I, I just – I don't know. Whatever, but but anyway, yeah. But like, yeah. what's going on now is just uh, the Mavericks are running into, I guess, what I would like to call a real playoff team. You know what I mean? Like that's that's just long story short. You're running into like what a real playoff team looks like, and now you're seeing like this is how it really is. The Suns, unfortunately, I don't know what happened with them. They said they were hurt though. I'm not sure how true that was. They said four players, the five players were injured. Who knows? It could be yeah, a cover-up. It could I, be the truth. I, I can't even really lie to that because they was looking good up until – even this series, didn't Chris Paul had that one game where he was shot like 14 or something? But that was, in, um, that was in the previous series against the Pelicans. Oh, you know what? You show right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 that was. Yeah. But the Sun said like four or five of their players were hurt. They just were playing through injuries. And as we just spoke about, a lot of players we noticed – Yeah were underperforming. Devin Booker, who they said was hurt. Chris Paul, who they said was hurt. Cameron Payne, who they said was hurt. All of those dudes are underperforming. And they feel was hurt what 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 the damn was. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not I'm not giving them no pass. I'm not saying yeah. that that get them a pass, whatever. Luke and them whooped on them boys. He was giving them work and they lost. Long story short. Yeah. At the end of the day when Luca comes into the season next season, it it ain't gonna look the same. You feel me? The the Clippers is gonna look different. Yeah, LeBron is not gonna keep losing the way he just lost like that. Yeah, the Lakers gonna do something. They they gonna yeah. do something. Yeah. Um, Utah might make some adjustments. Clearly, let's see how that goes. Yeah. Like the the West is gonna look kind of yeah. different next year. So Luka Timberwolves look like they trying to come and play now. Timberwolves look like maybe if they add a thing or two or move a thing or two around, they could. Yeah, I mean, become even better. You know yeah, I mean? but the, Pelicans, the West like just is gonna look a little different. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of yeah. And then you know Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. should be back for Denver. Oh, that's, I guess that's we'll talk about yeah, that's gonna be a little different. You feel me? I'm mm-hmm. not saying that they're gonna be championship aspiration, but fair enough. But they're gonna they're gonna look a lot better than what they did this year if they have those yeah. two guys on the floor. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Golden State will still be there for whatever's worth. Yeah, Golden State will still be top heavy no matter what, in my opinion. But yeah, all I'm saying is, Luke, you ain't gonna run into yeah, I mean, no hurt Phoenix again, or you're not gonna run into. The the the, the falling apart jazz Utah Jazz, like that, yeah. you feel me? You you gonna might you might run into a Clippers team again, which you don't seem to do the best against. Yeah, and Memphis, aspect, and Memphis will be back too. You might run into a more Jew. You might run into a Lakers that have figured it the fuck out. Yeah, you know I mean, you never know who you run into next season in the West. The East is already pretty dominant. It ain't gonna get no more better in the East next year, aside from Chris Middleton hopefully being healthy, and maybe the Nets to do something. Other than that, the East is is juiced. Just yeah, yeah. The East is where it is. So maybe. Uh, so, so this means you kind of with me with the can't win with Luca as your best player. Are you, is that is that what that that kind of mean? I don't believe that right now. I just don't believe that you can win the the way that you need to get Luca some help. Yeah, I will I, say I need this. To see Luca with somebody else. Other than Jalen Brunson as his best player, yeah, you know I, I mean, I just need to see something else. I, I will. I think Mark Cuban. I think he's a little too old school. Like the days of you taking one superstar and you know trying to run the gauntlet, getting all the way to the finals or the conference championship. Right? Them days over with. Like the Patrick Ewan, Michael Jordan days. You know, Clyde Drexler did it one year. The Iverson. You know, I, I them days. Clyde Drexler. Yeah, the year he made it to the finals against Jordan. I mean, he didn't win it, but 
he did oh. take him there. Okay, I keep, keep going. I'm sorry. Now, I'm just saying, you know what? Back in the day, you could have like one star and you could ride him all the way down, and it would be Charles Barkley. Or, I mean, I guess he did do it with Dirk the one year. Actually, he did he got to the finals twice? He won once and lost other time. But you know, what I mean, just you ride one star, no matter how special it is. Them days are over because the like the league is too good now. Like overall, the league is better now than what it was in the nineties, the two thousands. Fuck it, the 80s. Although I'm an 80s guy, I think the 80s is the best decade of basketball. Another conversation. But anyway, the days you just taking one star and you just taking them all the way to the promised land is, I think those days are over. Now, some kind of way, the Bucks did it last year. And I picked the Bucks to win it all last year. But I don't think Luka is going to be able to, especially not in the West. So I, you got to get them some help because people, you know, teaming up all the time now. So until he gets some help, and I think it needs to be number one, he got the ball too damn much too. That's another thing. Like he, yeah, his usage rate, rate in the playoffs is, is extremely high. Like yes, it's, sky it's, high, and I guess it's, it's toxic. That's how high it is. It is to the point that it's toxic, bro. Like, like it's too much, too damn much. Like God. it's like I think it's more than James Harden, Jordan, and like a lot of people that is like that. I, yeah, it's, it's just that too ain't high. gonna work. Yeah, that that's not gonna work. And it don't do him no favor that you got Reggie Bullock and Max Cleaver, you know, putting up goose eggs either. So zero for ten ain't it, man? That ain't that is not it. That, I mean, but that usage rate, man. That's why I, I really feel like Luca would be better used off the ball. That's why I was happy they started getting Jalen Brunson some run. And maybe they doing this because something wrong with TJ Tim Hardaway Jr. I don't know if he heard or what. Because so, I Tim would Hardaway like Hardaway Jr. could be used, but he ain't he ain't solving the problem. He not, but I feel like that's somebody else that could get you. I mean, I think he's good for ten to twelve. Points. I think he just. I just don't believe he's gonna go zero for ten. Now, that's that's just. That's he won't go zero for ten, but you need somebody that's gonna get. Like they talking about Larry Bird. Lucas supposed to be Larry. Larry didn't dominate the ball that much. He Hell got. No, a, he had Dennis Johnson. Right, and he got and he got Jalen Brunson. You know what I mean? So I, I know, feel like something. He using Jalen Brunson like a shooting guard, which is weird. Hell yeah, we see we right here. I, I, we couldn't be any more in sync than what we are right now. It's like him and Jalen Brunson need to kind of switch. Almost. They need to exactly switch. Yeah, like if they, they did that, I think it'll look a little bit better at least. I think it would look a lot better to be honest with you, because I've I've said the whole time Luca is playing the wrong position. You know him and Ben Simmons, actually Westbrook too, for that matter, but. Yeah, man, they got to get Luca off the ball. Like, just because he can play the position don't mean, you know what I'm saying, he should. Because what's going to happen is, you know, he ain't going to wear himself out. Like, yeah, he going to get his 40, but what about everybody else? Like, say what you want to about Chris Paul, but at least he can kind of get everybody else involved. Luca, I mean, I, 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 I just I, – they got to get him off the ball. They, they got to. If you throw, an, I ain't gonna discredit Luca because, like I say, it's hard to blame Luca when right, Reggie, right. Reggie going over ten. Like I, it's real hard to say something bad about Luca. I do believe that he his usage is too high, but at the same time, still can't really blame him for that. That's a, that's like a coaching thing. Um, so if you give him like somebody else that's a bona fide guy, and he still got the same problems, then I feel like we can really bring the thunder down on him. But for right now, like I mean, he man, did have Porzingis though. Like I said, if you give him another bona fide dude, like he that guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, then right. we can go ahead. And, Fair yeah. enough. I feel you. I just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I feel you. Boy, boy. Poor Vegas. If his oh, stock getting dropped, they was, t- they was trying to tell me he was getting ready to be top five in the league. You remember the, the unicorn? You remember that? Yeah, y'all tripping. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked him when that's so why I really wasn't too broke up about losing him. I'm like, well, shoot, he wasn't hardly playing when he had him. That's why I wasn't really Knicks fans, at least the Knicks fans I know, we really wasn't too. We were sad about a good three minutes. Like, wait a minute, what did we really lose? He was hurt when we traded him. But, <laughs> <laughs> but so I really wasn't tripping. And we see what them getting moving up, you know, validates everything I thought. But anyway, so where, how do you feel about Golden State? Just, do you think they can win a championship this year? Yes. They are the most uh, 
Um, I don't know. I think they can win the championship this year, so I'm going to just say that, yes. At the same time, though, like, Golden State kind of getting the bye, too, because, you know, they kind of run into the perfect competitors because yep. they run into the guys they can whoop on. No experience, lack of coaching experience. Like, you run into these young, young up-and-coming teams, and you already got, like, a very, very good foundation with your three superstars. has already got three rings and a coach that got them there. And you're throwing in – you just throw uh, Andrew Wiggins out there and Jordan Poole just have a breakout year. I mean, I – yeah, you might you might get there, but when I'm looking at what I see in the East, it's it's a lot of development over there on those two teams in the East. They they've been together for some years now. Miami got together in what 2019. Yeah, Boston been together since about 2017. I want to say was it 2017, 2016, sometime. Yeah, something like that. Um. So. So yeah, it, it's. I think the East is just a little bit better. That's all. If I think. <laughs> Is a little bit better because Golden State been getting away with murder over there because we know Clay Thompson been having his woes. Andrew Wiggins has been a very good defender, but his offense comes and goes. Clay Thompson has been the lesser version of himself. I do believe that Steve Kerr benching Jordan Poole, he's going to pay for that against the Celtics or the Heat. So, I mean, we'll see. But And I, I agree with everything you said. I, I... Like I said, regardless of Miami or Boston, I think either one of them are the champs this year. Because Golden State, they're cool, but like you said, Clay and Steph, it ain't like they just lighten it up. You feel me? Steph might be, though. Steph is a part of the 40-50-90 club in the playoffs currently. But Clay Thompson has definitely been very mediocre. Yeah. And with him being mediocre, you it's, it's – the problem isn't even him being mediocre. The problem is the fact that the guy who's not being mediocre isn't getting the minutes. That's Jordan Poole. And like I say, right now you're getting away with that with the Mavericks. But I don't think you'll get away with that against Boston or Miami. You're going to need that guy that's hitting shots on the court, bro. Because if Clay going out there shooting three for 14 against the number one defense in the league, like, yeah, bro, that's that's going to hurt. And, you know, plus there is something to be said about, it, you know, the Warriors are in direct violation of the point guard theory. I just wanted to put that out there. They in clear violation. It works in the West because a lot of people had their best team point guard. You know, Chris Paul, Luca, Fred, wherever it was worth. You know, what I mean, them the, was the top teams that I'm thinking of off the top of my head. John Moran, the Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah, point guards everywhere. So I knew I'm like, okay, well, a point guard gonna make it this year to the finals because that's the whole basically the West. So, but now in the East, you know, you think about it, Tatum, Embiid, Jimmy Butler, you know, KD, you know what I mean? All Giannis. Giannis. Giannis, yeah. yeah throw that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, n- none of their best players were point guards. I- I'm telling you, it's a real thing that, brother, y'all think I just be just sitting there making stuff up. It's a, it's a real thing. It's, I'm, I'm kind of on board with you with the point guard there, you know? Yeah. I'm, I kind of got your back on that to an extent. Yeah. And what is worth, Steph had he has done it, you know, the one year. But then he wouldn't have done it if Kevin Love and Kyrie had stayed healthy. Let's just be real. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, he did do it. So I mean, yeah, you got your ring, but I mean, we know what that series was. So I, I, it's it's a real thing, man. It's, it is. But uh, so anyway, we we pretty much on board. You got Miami winning the uh, that series, and I guess winning it all, right? Yeah, I got Miami winning it all. It, okay. I got the East. I'm, I'm on board with you. I got the East winning. Yeah, so we just uh, – you got Heat, I got Boston. But we right there. So, let's get off into something else, big dog. So, I've been sitting there pondering about it, and I, I wanted to do this about two episodes ago, two, three episodes ago, give or take. But for whatever reason, I was at work, and I was sitting there thinking, we was just – dude was talking about um, – KD, you know, he's one of the KD people, which is fine. There's a lot of KD people out there. And I was like, man, I don't know if KD's really that guy. I would really take Julius Irvin over him. And they looked at me like I was some kind of alien. And I really got to thinking about it. And the more I thought about it, the more I liked it. I would take Julius over and KD. Because I was like, well, shoot. I've seen – well, I mean, I've seen – Get old games. Obviously, I wasn't alive when in '83, but I, we saw Julius Irvin lead a team to the finals and win the championship. We saw KD do it, but 
KD taking that six that Golden State team and Julius Irving taking that Sixers team is two different things. They both got an MVP in the NBA, and actually, you know, Julius Irving he got three of them in the ABA, which I count the ABA stuff. I count it because a lot of talent was in the ABA. You know, Moses Malone, Rick Barry, and Moses and Julius Irving wasn't on the same team at that point. They didn't even link up until Philly. But you're you know, not a real basketball fan, and you don't really understand basketball if you discredit the ABA at that time. But, you know, people really try to do that. Like David Thompson, George Gervin, Rick Barry, Moses. You know, yeah, if you, try, if you try to actually discredit, like, there's – I'm sorry, I got a dog. There's a lot of players from the ABA that were superstars in the NBA. Like, right. A lot of players. And that's why I counted. I, I it, wasn't, it wasn't like those dudes – were superstars in the ABA and went to the NBA and became role players. Like, no, George Gervin was the guy. David Thompson was amazing. Julius Irvin, who else you had? Oh, excuse me. You had a lot of guys. I, I, I got the, I had the list, but it's a lot of guys. So, if, and you know, the ABA count. I'm trying to send that. I'm trying to send that thing. Uh, with Julius, I had looked before, but it just ain't in front of me. But like yeah, I no, said, but, if yeah. you're a real basketball fan, you know, the ABA counts. You can't discredit the ABA, right? Fan. Right. And, and, but. So for that ABA stuff, he, Dr. J, now he was in it five years. He was in it five years, and he was only in it because, you know, they went under. But he won two ABA championships, three ABA MVPs, five-time ABA All-Star. He won the scoring title three times in the ABA. In all ABA first team, four times. The only time he didn't get it was his rookie year, and he got all rookie team. And then you go to the NBA, still 11-time All-Star. Five all-time first-time NBA. He won the championship, and, you know, he got a, you know, finals MVP and all that. Well, no, he didn't get it in 83. Moses got I it. I think Moses Malone got yeah, Mo- yeah. it. Yeah, Moses got that one, Moses, yeah. Four, four, four. <laughs> That's my favorite quote. You know about the four, four, four quote? Yeah. It's the best quote in the history of sports to me. But anyway, I'm looking at all these accolades, and I look at KD, and outside of the Warriors stuff, you know, what has he done? And I think that KD – and we talk about scoring, like KD, one of the best scores ever. I'm a Kareem guy. I, I got Kareem, uh, Jordan, and then Kobe over KD, me personally. But uh, that's what they talk about with KD, you know, scoring, scoring, scoring. And we know, we've we seen a bunch of guys that can, you know, shoot the lights out. And then the playoffs, you know, they, you know, leave you a lot to left to be desired. And I don't know if you've heard me say this. I've said a lot of things. And I don't know if you hear it all, but I feel like KD is exactly what Tracy McGrady would have been had he never gotten hurt. I feel like they're the exact same player. Everything KD could do, Tracy could do. It's just KD was give or take three feet taller or three inches taller, and he stayed healthy, at least healthier than Tracy it's, did. It's hard for me to say that because Tracy never got out the first round, though. True, but – what is K- KD? Never, well, Tracy never had a team like KD. You know, the Magic, now that Houston team was cool, but then y'all could never get right. And then at the West at the time, you got to look who was, you know, who was shaking it. You know, that was like the Dynasty Spurs. He got the some first of round, though, bro. I mean, hey, I just saw KD get put out in the first round. That's cool, but KD, I mean, I don't know, man. T Mac, I'm on board with you. No, I'm not lot. saying Tracy and I'm not, I mean, obviously, KD's light year is better than. Katie, but I'm just as far as like a score. If they're both healthy, and I don't think there's any, I think Tracy could literally do anything KD could do. If, <laughs> I, I really believe it. Now, I don't know if that's just some some bias kicking in or what. Because it's some bias because the reason why Tracy can't get out the first round is because when them playoffs hit and them lights come on and them dudes start guarding you differently. T Mac's game looks different. Now, don't get me wrong. This year, KD really got—I wouldn't say exposed, but he got—he got opened up this year. But this is one of the first years we ever seen KD look like this. Yeah, you know I mean, like we've never seen him look this bad. Yeah. But um, we've well, seen that from T Mac every year. Every year he went to the playoffs, it was like a drop off. So it's kind of like, were you really this great scorer, or? You know, where you just – I mean, you were a great scorer, but, like, yeah. you're just not on the level of maybe these guys over here. And, and just to be clear, I, I do 
I do got obviously I got KD way higher than Tracy. Just for the context, I'm not trying to say they right there together. I was just talking about from a scoring. No, nah, I, th- I think the people got that one. You ain't yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody thinking that. But um, but far as Julius Irving, I I would I'm comfortable saying Julius is better than KD. Like he, he's number he's over him on my all time small forward list. So with me, I'm all about context. If you have reason. So, like, when it comes to the scoring thing, like, I tell people all the time, like, we have to come up with a scoring criteria to determine who's the best scorer. And like I say, it can't be a biased one. It can't be just, oh, I think you're the best scorer because you score the most points. Or I think you're the best scorer because you can score in the most ways. Or it's got to be, like, a really unbiased, maybe collection of thoughts together for some sort of criteria um, to choose who the best scorer is. Because there's reasonable cause. For pretty much everybody that you name, there's reasonable cause for Kobe, Michael Jordan, of course, Kareem, of course. There's reasonable cause for Kevin Durant. There's reasonable cause for LeBron James. You can have arguments and statistics and things in place to do that. Yeah. At that at that point, that's why I say you got to make up that criteria, because at this point you're just going to get an opinionated argument. It's kind of the same thing with KD and Dr. J. You're going to kind of get an opinionated argument, especially with the ABA thing. If he did those things in the NBA, which I believe he could have pretty much done almost the same, if not exactly the same, but then and he did get up to the more credit. He, he did do that. They just lost to uh, the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't think nobody's doubting his greatness. I just don't think that they're giving him – I don't think people really understand the degree of which Dr. Dre's dominance was because of right. the ABA specifically. That's really it. Right. So, but there's still reasonable cause for you to say that he is better than Kevin Durant on your all-time small forward. I can see why you would say that. Um, if you go look at the accolades and accomplishments and statistics, you feel me there? You you can see why there's an argument to be made. <clears throat> for me personally, would I put him above KD? I might not. I don't think. I don't think he's above KD for me. But I am kind of a KD hater, so if I get into the right type of argument, I might throw Dr. J above KD just because fuck KD anyway. But yeah. now let me ask you this: take ironically enough, they both played for the Nets. Oddly enough, put take KD off this team and put Dr. J exactly where KD was. Do they get swept? I think they get a game or two out of that. Um, Dr. J was a better, much better leader. I believe he was a much better facilitator. Um, and I, I think that what he would have brought to the game, because, you know, he 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 was a midi guy, get to the basket guy, not really much of a long ball. Right. So I believe that his game could have possibly translated enough to get them, like I say, at least a game or two. Long story I, short. I, th- I think – I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I kind of want to say – you know, the Nets win, but I think I'd still say Boston. But Dr. J, I've seen two Dr. J games. One, I saw it forever ago, and the other one my dad had, like, on a tape back when you recorded stuff, like, on tapes. Because it was, like, one of his childhood people. And I'll be honest, I feel like the Celtics, or most people in the league today, I feel like they're too small for Dr. J. Like, Doc, I've never seen somebody hang and fly in the air like maybe Vince Carter. He, he was about the only one I've seen do like that. Him, Vince Carter, and Dominique. And Dominique, to a lesser degree, that's my guy. But Dominique was more explosive. It didn't look like he was, like, flying. You get what I'm saying? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. But it looked like Julius would be, like, flying. I'd be like, golly, it's I, I, I've never seen anything like it. Like, you ever hear them old people talking about like he grabbing quarters off the backboard and he tied his shoe? It literally looked like he in the air and in, in air for slow motion. I've never seen anything like it. To this, the closest thing is Vince Carter. So I just feel like <laughs> he looking to put the ball on somebody's head every play. And I think he could do it. I don't think Al Horford would want any part of Julius Irvin, Robert Williams, Marcus Smart. <laughs> I just don't think he – now, again, shooting-wise, I mean, there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about shooting-wise. But, yeah, man, I just really feel like better leader, better facilitator. I would say better rebounder because, you know, the whole jumping stuff. I just feel like he's a better player, man. 
Like I ain't, mad, I, say, I ain't mad at you for that. that. That's that's thorough. I don't like KD that much, and I do believe that he's a tad bit overrated. So I am not. I am right on board with you. And like I say, anybody that doesn't agree, just take an unbiased look at some statistics and some accolades and look how it is. Yeah, and you, I mean, you can see that there is clearly an argument there that we're not just talking out our behinds. Right. So. Now, something you are mad at me about, you and the whole damn chat, I guess. All right, y'all, so check this out. I'm going to go on and pull the curtain back a little bit. I'm a, they uh, the talk show do something called, they do all these award shows, awards and everything. And I'm on nominated for something called the worst take. In other words, the, the dumbest thing that been said all NBA season. I'm going to tell you the three nominations I'm in there for because I don't know all of them. One of them. <laughs> one of them because I felt like they were, the context was, they said, who would you rather have, Kawhi Leonard or Scottie Pippen? I said Scottie Pippen because I just saw Scottie. I just believe Scottie could do more than Kawhi. I just really believe it. I know he never won a championship. He got a team to the Western Finals, you know, that 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 Portland team. And he was behind Jordan. I just really believe that. So I just, I just take Scotty. Although I wouldn't hate on nobody for taking Kawhi, but they decided to hate on the homeboy. So guess what? You get a nomination there, brother. So that was one. And then, uh, God damn, what was that other one? It was another one I got nominated for. And the the whole topic was, shoot, the other one, you talking about what you got nominated for for worst take? Yeah. You talking about the shoes, whose shoes is better? Is that the other one? That's one. You got nominated for about three of them. One of them Yeah. Was, I know that, the Scotty uh, over Kawhi, the LeBron's, which I think LeBron's shoes, I think they're nice. I, I think they're nice. That's cool if you think they're nice, but you said LeBron's shoes are better than Jordan's. All right, come on now, Wayne. Let's let's be real here. Come you on know now. what? That what I got the list. I got the list. I found <laughs> it. So, but that wasn't on now. The other one was, you know, I said I would take Paul George over Luca. Now, <laughs> good luck with that one. At, now, when I said that, I said that about midseason, and Paul George had the Clippers on fire, and Luca was still doing some of that Luca stuff that you know we was just talking about. At the time, the Clippers looked like a top three team in the West at the time. And I really believe that, but as time went on, I'm like, okay. And I actually kind of changed my mind off that one. Like, you asked me, for sure I'm taking Luca. But if you had asked me a couple months ago, I would absolutely say Paul George. Y'all know me. I don't waffle. I, I own up if I said it. You but need to time, stop living in the moment, my boy. But I, I did say that, and I believed it for a good, maybe about a month before All-Star break. I believed it up until about a month before All-Star break. So that was another nomination for Diesel. The next nomination I got today, y'all, because I felt like, all right, so somebody put, they quoted Scottie Pippen. And Scottie Pippen got, Scottie Pippen going to get me nominated. That's what a God he is. But uh, I guess Scottie, somebody asked, could they be, who could be the Jordan and Scottie duo? And Scottie Pippen said, oh, well, LeBron could have anybody and would beat him. And I agree. I agree because I feel like that's one of the best duos ever with LeBron James and anybody. And so guess what? Here come the chat coming at the diesel. So they said, oh, Wayne, you tripping. You sticking the times. Well, what about LeBron and, and Shaq? I'm like, well, that may work. And what about LeBron and, and Kareem? I'm like, well, that, that could work. But you, they would, they was totally unlooking at the fact that when you got – because LeBron, he's a facilitator first. And LeBron tends to pass the buck if he wants to. We've seen him pass the buck to D-Wade. We've seen him do it to Kyrie. We tried to saw him do it to Kyle Corver the one time when he was in the Cavs. We've seen him do it over the course of time. We tried to see him do it with AD, but AD can't stay upright. LeBron is going to try to get the other man involved. So I got no reason to believe he would do the same thing in this two-on-two game. So and my thinking is, okay, obviously Shaq can't – I mean – Scotty can't, you know, post up Shaq. He's not going to be able to do that, defend him in the post. But what he can do is, you know, get around him and deny him the ball. So 
you just play that passing lane. And we talk about Scottie Pippen. I mean, he's 6'9". He led the league in steals one year. So I believe he can get around Shaq and move faster and play that passing lane and deny him the ball like you would. Because, you know, once you get the ball to a, a dominant big man, usually it's too late. So you deny Wayne, him Wayne, 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 yeah. Wayne. Let, let's, let's, come on, Wayne. Let's take a second, Ryan. Let's think about this. Shaquille O'Neal is seven foot two. He's yep. 320 pounds. Scottie Pippen is six foot eight, 210. That man is 100 pounds heavier than him. And LeBron James is six eight. What is he, 250? And Michael Jordan is six six. And like what, 210, 205? Not only is LeBron going to make a good pass because Jordan will not affect LeBron's pass whatsoever, there is nothing Scottie Pippen will be able to do in a two on two to deny Shaq the ball. There's literally nothing. If you want to play in front, cool. I'm going to throw it over. There's not going to be anybody on the backside. That's just going to be the rim, Shaquille O'Neal, and the ball. If you want to play behind, that's cool, too. I'm 100 pounds bigger than you, bro. There's no possible way that you believe that Scottie Pippen is going to be able to stop Shaq from getting a pass from LeBron James. Come on now, Wayne. You smarter than this. And a two-on-two? Come on now, Wayne. Think. So, I said the same thing about Kareem. And then I, I, was, I was busy running around, so I couldn't see it. And then somewhere, AJ's gotten hip to the conversation. And he said, well, LeBron and Giannis. Now I'm like, well, that's tough. That's, that's, that's tough. That, I, I like that one. But what I said was I felt like it'd be an interesting matchup between – because I'm still thinking about, you know, LeBron trying to pass the buckets. And I'm like, okay, well, that's going to be a tough matchup, Scotty and Giannis. I'm not – now they – let them tell it. I said, oh, well, Scotty, he going to – Hold Giannis to three points. He's about to put clamps on Giannis. Giannis about to be on house arrest. Giannis ain't gonna be able to do a doggone thing. All I said was he gonna make it. He gonna make it tough on him, and he it's gonna be hard because we talking about one of the best defenders ever. Here come the chat again. All of a sudden, all corners, y'all. Is so, he gonna make it hard enough where they're gonna win the game from it? Because I'm looking at it. I'm I'm looking at the other matchup. I'm looking more at the Jordan and the LeBron matchup. What about I'm that looking... matchup makes you believe they're going to win? Yeah, because it's two sided. So obviously you're going to have a hard time defending Giannis. You're going to have a, a. I think Jordan would do. I think Jordan would do better on LeBron than what Scotty would do on Giannis. I, I really believe that, but I don't think. I don't think LeBron's going to be able to do that with Jordan. We've seen Jordan go up against people bigger than him all the time. You know, Wayne, so, Wayne, Wayne. No, we haven't. <laughs> we we've have never seen, seen Jordan go up against somebody six eight, seven foot. We've never seen no, Jordan. No, no. What, you got like one play that you have where he goes? Jordan will never match up with someone six eight and they're two and they're 250 and above. No. Maybe you can go pull up a highlight where Jordan – blocked a guy shot one play or something or got a steal or play a good defense before an entire game hell no no i'm Jordan talking about i'm talking about him going against somebody i'm not talking about guard even guy. worse jordan predominantly likes mid-range jump shots and getting to the basket and you're trying to put a prime time healthy 6-8 lebron james in front of him i'm not saying jordan ain't gonna do his thing because it's still jordan i'm just saying that i don't believe that I believe that LeBron can make it harder for Jordan than Jordan can make it for LeBron because LeBron can just turn and put his shoulder and there's literally nothing Jordan could do. And if Giannis was on the court, he would do the same thing as Scottie Pippen. Now, on the other hand, Jordan can't just throw his body into LeBron and think he's going to score every play. He's going to have to get creative a lot. And Scottie going to have to do some stuff we probably don't think Scottie even capable of scoring Giannis. So that's what I'm thinking about. That's that's where the ain't no chance here coming because I don't. If you sit here and tell me that if LeBron turns and put his shoulder into into Jordan every play, that Jordan gonna stop him, I think you just bias, and you even more bias if you think that Scotty stands a chance in hell of stopping Giannis ever. (laughs) I'm just. I mean, for content, we we talking about bias, and we're being at a moment of bias, honesty. Giannis happens to be my favorite player in the league right now. And in so between, you should know that Giannis is going to give Scotty 
40 in a two-on-two. <laughs> 40. And look, and in between Jordan and – I mean, I'm – I like LeBron as much as I do Jordan. I mean, I, I mean, if we being honest, I, I don't know which one I like more. I mean, I, hell, I like Carmelo Anthony more than I look like LeBron or Jordan. If we're being honest, I just that's any better. Scotty can hang around even on a skill level to some of the guys that I'm naming. Like Scotty, not even skillfully good enough to be in this conversation. So, Jordan's gonna get his own just because of who Jordan is, but I don't see Scotty just getting his own just because of who Scotty is. Like that, I don't see that. You know what I mean? Now, I ain't trying to discredit him because I ain't saying he's a very good player, but you ain't Giannis. You not Shaq. You not LeBron. You not in these conversations. Very good player, but you're not in them conversations. He might be able to hold his own against Dwayne Wade, maybe. But, uh, yeah, you're not, you're not holding your own against Shaq. I know Giannis. That's, yeah, it's over with for them. You know what, y'all? This may be a first out of a hundred and a hundred and eleven episodes, hundred eleven episodes, this we we about to make history. I'm gonna do something I ain't never did before, ever, on this show. Uh, you may have changed my mind, dog. You may have changed my mind. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, oh, <laughs> on, on on which one? Hell, Scotty Pippen, the whole talk thing. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you, Wayne. Man, it's just yeah, you know I mean, it's just logical thinking, man. Look, if I'm, look, I, I look, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not above, you know, being educated. You know, I, I'm, I'm not above being educated. But you, maybe I, I wasn't, you know, when I'm in the chat, I'm in and out of the chat. You see how I am. But I, I was sitting, I was thinking about it, and I guess I was thinking about it too hard. But you bring up valid points that Giannis and I mean the Shaq thing. I, I'm, I'm gonna stick with my. My guns, but they Giannis and LeBron probably Shaq too. The bigger combos now, maybe out of everybody LeBron actually played with, I take Shaq and Kobe. I think I would take Shaq and Kobe over LeBron and Wade or LeBron and Kyrie or something like that. I think I take take them then. But if I I like that, I like the sound of that better than uh, MJ and Scott. But. LeBron picking anybody throughout time, you know, <laughs> maybe not. Hell no. Maybe not. Hell no. Now, and for just for context, that's that's probably the third best combo that I, that I've seen all time. Personally, I think Shaq and Kobe is the best duo ever. Who's that, the that third best? Happens. Huh? Who's the third best? Scotty and MJ. And, and who's second? Magic and Kareem. And who's first? Shaq and Kobe. I think Shaq and Kobe is the best duo ever. Like, if they had stayed together, I I don't know how much they would have got. I think they would have got at least three more. I'm not saying that they got six straight, but they would have got three more somewhere in there. I really believe that. Why didn't they win four in a row? Well, number one, they started beefing in that whole – you know, freeze out thing. They could have, I don't know if they could have, should have, would have beat Detroit, but I just know they didn't. But they was really fighting each other more than they was Detroit. That That's what happened that series. And then uh, Shaq was still there that that year. Uh, oh, yeah, that's that's the Detroit year with Carl Malone and Gary Payton. And all. Yeah, that's, that's the Detroit year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but they was on wit's end at that point. And I honestly... Maybe they could have still won that series had Carl Malone been healthy because, you know, fun fact, Carl Malone was, was hurt that finals. Now, I don't know if it makes a difference, but I like to think Carl Malone do something for you in the NBA finals. Maybe. Yeah, maybe I, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, Carl Malone was – he didn't actually – people forget that, but Carl Malone didn't play that finals. He got hurt. I think he got hurt in the Western finals or something like that. He never played. But I think that's what happened that last year. But they, by by their own admission and interviews and all this and that, they was freezing each other out. You know what I mean? And when they had that come to Jesus meeting a couple of years ago, when they was sitting there staring at each other, they was sitting there talking. But, I mean, Shaq can say what he want to, but I saw Ben Wallace put clamps on Shaq. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I mean, maybe, I, I don't know. I don't know. But that's what happened with that. 
But I, but all that when they were together, when they was working and they was focused, I think they're the most unstoppable duo you could ever ask for. Magic and Kareem, I mean, we saw them dominate a decade with it. We we saw that, and then Scotty and MJ, I mean, we saw what they did. I like that. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like it. I ain't. I'm not too um opposed to that one. That's that's just. <laughs> What you think about the LeBron and Wade duo, though? I think right that there. duo would have been a little bit better had it just happened a little bit before Wade knees decide to go left to right. I think it'd have been better. I, I wish they had stayed together. I would. I, I hate he ever left Miami. I hate that whole thing broke up. But you know, the undercover secret story is that they was trying to turn LeBron into like a center at the time. They wanted him to gain like an extra 15, 20 pounds or something crazy like that. Power nah, forward or a center. Nah, I now I, I'm with LeBron playing power forward. I I would have loved that. I, I don't hate that, but center I think you're asking a bit much. That's it was one same. of those. It was one of those, and LeBron just didn't want to do that. No, I, I wouldn't have been able to get with that. I wouldn't have get with that's that that had been about as bad as Kobe playing small forward, which didn't do him no favors. That that's probably that's the, that's the, the underco- undercover unofficial story though. Yeah, I mean I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, but far as D Wade and yeah, I I got them right up under Shaq and Kobe. I got I got them right there. And then I got Mikael and Bird right up under them. You I, got, I, I'm a, wait, I'm you got D-Wade what? Stuff. You got D Wade under who? Right up under Shaq and Kobe. Right up under uh Jordan and MJ. You got Bron and Wade. Four. And then you got Mikael and Larry. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. That's not a bad list. Yes. I, mean, I, I, th- I think it's all right. I mean, we saw all these guys got resumes. I didn't just, you know, just draw it out of my head. I, I do have, there is method behind the madness. I, I like to think I'm a good sports talker there, brother. I like to think so. No, no, no. When you, when you um, take the time to think a little bit, you're all right. You know what I mean, you're all right. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you let the old school get to you, but when you just take a step back. Do I, don't, look, here's the thing. I was born in 1989, May 10th. You know what I'm you was born in the 80s? 89, yeah, 89. I could have sworn you was born in the 70s. You know, let people tell it. <laughs> I just I watch a lot of old school basketball, but I grew up in the 2000s. I, I grew up, well, I grew up in the 90s, but you're watching the 90s and the 2000s. <laughs> but to tell on myself, you know, the first basketball game I well, I remember two games I remember vividly. You know, the first game I think I ever saw was you know Tracy McGrady and he was playing the uh, the Raptors. That was the first game I ever, and that's what Tracy. He was that's actually why I turned into a Magic fan because Tracy was my favorite player growing up. That's crazy. Then the second player, uh, the second game I saw that I remember was I, it's one of the best basketball games of all time. This it used to be a channel called ESPN Classes. My dad showed it to me when I was getting into basketball. It was it was the duel. It was Dominique Wilkins against Larry Bird, and uh, I just I couldn't believe it was the best. To this day, it's probably my favorite game I've ever watched ever. But Dominique Wilkins being my favorite basketball player ever. Yeah, you got a lot of Dominique Wilkins bias. But I mean, I, I've never put him in an all time of anything. I I don't even think he's the best dunker of all time. I say Vince Carter. I try to be objective. Now he got robbed. He got robbed a couple of dunk contests for sure, but he got robbed twice, really, against Bud Webb and Jordan, for that matter. But you know, another context for another day. But no, nah, man, that's the thing with that. And I just, I just really try to study the game, man. I try to look at it and who, because I'm a big comparison guy. Like, who was better, this guy or that guy? Like, I really get into stuff like that. So I will look at it and just, I just really think the '80s is the best decade ever. Because if you think about it, whoever your top 10 is, at least 60 to 70% of it is going to be from players that played in the 80s. You know what I mean? You look at the Dream Team, some say it's the best team of all time. I'm more of a 94 team being better. But regardless, you know, they played in the 80s. The Dream Team did. It's you know the, what I mean? It's the 10s, bro. The what? It's the 10s, bro. See, I'm more decade-wise. I got 80s one, and then I actually got – I actually got the the uh, ten second. Then I got the thousands, and then I got the nineties uh, last. 
that's not a bad list, but the tens should definitely be first. I just got the first. 80s you got to just think about this, right? There's a lot of people from the tens that are still playing. Yeah, like a lot. So that's the reason why you don't have a lot of dudes in your top. Whatever, like LeBron already got there. Cool. I mean, Kevin Durant could get there. Do I think? Maybe. Maybe not. Steph Curry, he's still playing. Can he get there? Maybe. James Harden, can he get there? I don't think Maybe. so. Not with these. Not how he doing the playoffs. I I don't know. Who knows? He could. He couldn't. Yeah, I mean, you got Chris Paul that you. Who knows what he could do? I mean, it's some ten. It's a lot of ten dudes. All I'm saying is a lot of ten dudes that still building resumes. But see, them them eighties and thousands. I mean, look look who I got in the eighties. You know, you got Jordan, Larry, Magic. Kareem, who actually you could kind of put in the 70s too, but he retired in 89, so he literally played like 20 years. So you could put him in two decades, him, you could put him in two decades. You know, Carl uh, Malone, you know what I'm saying? Charles, not Charles, well, I guess Charles kind of the tell in. I say Patrick Ewan, that's what I meant to say. You know, the bad boys, you know what I mean? Julius Irvin, Moses Malone. I got, I got all these people from the 80s and then the 10s, you know, I'm in the thousands, you know. I got I got D Wade, I got LeBron, I got Dirk, I got Tim, I got Shaq, I got Tracy, I got I don't know if I said Kobe, I got Kobe, I got Grant Hill. You know what I mean? I got all these people. Iverson. Right, even the dog know. You see what I'm saying? Nah, come on now. So these are these are the people that I, I got. Then I got the tens. I'm right there with you. Now it's nitpicking, and maybe I don't know if there's a wrong answer. I mean, long as Somebody is saying, I'm sure there's somebody that just saying the 50s, but you know, that's not me. Oh, no. So people say I'm stuck in the past, but I'm not really stuck in the past for real. Not, not really. Not as much as it's just, I guess, in context, I just, they really don't be having conversation with the homeboy. The, the talk, that's the talk show need to have a conversation. See, people like, come talk to Keto, us, Wayne. Come you talk, talk to, to us. You, you have, you have Bicker, uh, Key John. I've actually talked to y'all. Oh, Big Perk, he been anybody's been on the show, I've actually talked to him. But usually they just got me in text. I might say something and then I'm gone because you know I'm working, I'm dealing with a kid, or I'm driving state to state. You know, it's busy man over here. Busy man, busy man, busy, busy. But <laughs> so I I try to I I feel like I'm better at talking than I am texting. Because I got blip. And you know what? I'm 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 putting it out here. I'm done defending Scotty Pippen on the talk show. Man, thanks. Anytime I do it, I, I get blitzed and I get nominated for worst time. You got to defend Scotty like the right way. You feel me? Like, I'm there's not, some things to defend him about, but like, defending him against dudes like Gian, you know what I mean? Like, I, nah, 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 nah. Like, we got to step back on that. And I never said Scotty was better than Giannis. I never said that. No, I know you didn't say that. Yeah, I know that didn't come out your mouth. But you, I mean, you thinking that Scotty could do something in the passing lane against Shaq? Like, come on, no. <laughs> There's nothing Scotty could do in a two-on-two in the passing lane with Shaq. I, mean, I would, I would. I mean, I, I'd like to see it. But again, you, you, you swayed me, and um, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that. I, I, I probably shouldn't have said that. But shoot, man, that's all I got, brother. You got anything? Anything you want to plug? Any 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 questions for the homeboy? Anything you want to talk about? Touch? No, man. I just want to say, uh, Miami and seven. That's all. I, I got you. Oh, I got I got two questions for you. Two NBA questions, real quick. All right, let's get it. Real quick, uh, does DeAndre Aiden re up with the Suns or is he gone? He out of there. Somebody gonna get him more money. Yep, he out of there, ain't he, dog? Okay. Um and Zach Levine, are you buying into this? He finna lead the Bulls. Cause let Levar tell it, he gone. Yeah, he gone. He going to the Lakers. The Lakers. Hey, I'm I'm just saying. You heard from me first. The Lakers. Uh, they can't afford Zach Levine now with Russ still on the books. Hey, I'm just saying that they they going they got to move somebody probably. I think that's what they gonna do. The Bulls gonna take anybody. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> the Bulls gonna take anybody. Man. Them two teams look well. The Wizards not so much. They had a good month, and then they came falling back down to earth. But a lot of players over there got injured. Yeah, 
And then they traded him. So it was like, yeah. But shoot, man, that's all I got. You can, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a report to the talk show. Let them know you, that that you didn't got me on Scotty. Yes, sir. You 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 got me on Scotty. And in a hundred and ten episodes, I I didn't find actually hundred and eleven. This hundred eleven. You know, what I mean, you you got me, dog. I Scotty. I I've been drinking that that stuff he's selling. That's <laughs> Shoot, yeah, man. But in the meantime, we out. All right, bro. Yeah.